Keeping it real and raw with Patrick Tremont. Hi, everyone. I have a very special guest. She's an upcoming filmmaker and director, producer, and she's also done a short film that we're going to talk about, and I'm really excited to have her here. Her name is Liza Asner. Hi, hi, Liza. How are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and I'm so honored to meet you and for you to be here on the show. It's such a privilege. Thank you. Well, I'm delighted. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So I'm going to get right to it. So your name says it all, right? Liza. <laughs> yes, it <A> does. <laughs> so Liza Asner. So your dad was the famous and incomparable Ed Asner. Right? Yeah. Yes. So how was that, like, growing up, to know that you had, like, this famous dad, you know, like? Yeah, well, I mean, th there were definite, you know, benefits and some thrills because of the whole celebrity thing. I mean, y you know, we got to uh, go certain places that was uh, that otherwise we wouldn't have. Uh, you know, uh, for instance, the first time he did uh, Hawaii Five O, you know, we got to go to Hawaii and, um, you know, things like that. And some other interesting places, like when he did the gathering, we went to Chagrin Falls, um, Ohio, and that oh, was yeah. that was a really beautiful experience. Um, got to meet some celebrities, you know, that I otherwise wouldn't have. But um, the flip side to that, of course, is that we we always had to share him, yes. and um, and that uh, you know I, I guess I I found that kind of difficult at times uh, because you know he worked all the time. You know, I, we just had his uh, memorial that was postponed and postponed. Mm -hmm. uh, we we had the burial in Kansas City, but we just had the memorial um, on the seventh, and we finally got to do it. And I'm I'm glad we finally got to do it. And um, I, uh, in part of my speech that I that I talk about in the memorial, you know, I must say I'm sometimes I'm very irritated when people say. So what was it like, you know, growing up with, uh, you know, and, um, oh my God, I and, just did and the that. reason for that, <laughs> no, the reason for that is that, you know, when I was growing up, all of my, this is, you know, I was born in 1963 and when I was growing up, everyone's dad, whether they were a celebrity or not, you know, they worked yeah. and so, and, and most of my friend's mothers didn't, um, now of course everybody works, um, most everybody. And so when I, um, you know, I was lucky to see my dad at dinner during the week. Right. I, and I was lucky to have any kind of quality time with him on the weekend. Yeah. So my, uh, I, I then went into saying, really, the past 10 years, uh, when I moved back here to work for him, is the most time I have ever spent with him. Wow. And I am so glad I did it because yeah. of that, you know? Yeah. I guess yeah. growing up, you know, with someone, you know, always see, because I guess as a kid, you just thought that they were, he was just working. You didn't really have the aspect of like he was a celebrity, right? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there. I don't really think that it, it struck me so much as a kid. You know, I thought, well, I guess he's, you know, he's kind of important. You know what I mean? Right. But, um, but I don't think it really hit until, until later, you know? Yeah. Maybe when you're a teenager and then you start yeah, seeing him exactly. on TV and then you start living exactly. your life like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, um, so then you moved and you started taking care of him. And how was, how was that an adjustment? Cause where did you move from? Well, I cried the whole way. I mean, really? I, I was excited about, 
I was excited about it, and yeah. I thought it was going to be good for my kids, but I, uh, it was very hard. I was in Oregon for 22 years. Wow. Okay. And, I mean, I remember pulling out of that driveway and uh, on December 5th, 2011, and I, it was, I had, you know, tears in my eyes. And, um, but, you know, and then once I adjusted to being town, it was different being back here. Yeah, it was better. It was better being back here. Really, with, with, it was a different thing. You know, I had my kids. They were they were able to be with their cousins. You know, I start thinking about being in Oregon, and I was so isolated because I didn't have any family there. Yeah, and um, so it was really good for my kids, and and it was really good for me because I um, uh, the past ten years were some of the best, really the, the best years of my life. Yeah. And spending time because of everything I got time. to do with right. him. Exactly, you know? exactly. And so that now that led you into like what producing theatrical shows and stuff. While you when you became yeah, when you got yes, there? it did. That wasn't part of the uh, that wasn't part of the deal when I took the job. And it's it's kind of a funny story how how that happened because yeah, he started off. There were three uh, theater shows that he was doing. And the first one uh, is written by Ed Weinberger, who wrote for Mary Tyler Moore, Mm -hmm. brilliant writer. And um, Ed wrote A Man in His Prostate. They're all comedies, all three of the (laughs) shows that he did. And this one is dealing with, it's actually the true story of Ed Weinberger. And people think it's the true story of my father, but it's really about Ed Weinberger. And uh, where he thought he had prostate cancer, it turns out it didn't, it wasn't prostate cancer, but... It's a beautiful show because it presents prostate cancer in a funny way. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it really, uh, especially for women, it really gets them, uh, it gets them on the radar about it and to get their husbands in to get their, their checkups. Right. But, so we had a booker for it, and, um, and uh, you know, the show got launched. I, I, think, it, uh, I think it started in a... Uh, a club in New York, and I really wasn't part, you know, part of that at all. So there was a booker, Ed Weinberger, you know, directed it, and mm-hmm. uh, it was launched. And then soon after it was launched, and the stage manager who traveled with him um, was actually the stage manager because Dad said, "Well, why don't we just get Ron to do it?" Because he did FDR with my with my father. Yeah. So Ron came on board, and he became the stage manager. And he started the show off. And soon after he started it, I think there were only three engagements, he said, you know, he said, I, I think I'm going to retire. And so he said, you know, Liza, you should, I mean, you should do it. You should just take over the stage management. Oh, wow. So I said, of course, yeah. you know, uh, sure I will. So then I started traveling with him and doing, um, you know, being stage manager and we had some more bookings, and then there was this big lull in the bookings, and of course we just launched it. And, and I, I just, I said to Weinberger, I said, you know, I don't understand, are we doing this show or not? Because I don't understand why there's like a six-month gap here, mm-hmm. and then we might have a show, you know, like in the fall. I said, there's got to be. So I just kind of thought, there's got to be something out there. And so I started on my own reaching out to theaters yeah, and saying, hey, do you have any availability, you know, and, and I started booking all these shows. And so 
Uh, and I wasn't trying to take anything away from the, the booker, but I just thought there is stuff out there. You're just not being aggressive enough. Yeah. And, um, you know, we either do the show or we don't. And, and then, um, so then the, the booker, you know, Ed decided his contract was going to end and, and Weinberger just decided to stick with me. And so I really kind of took it over. And, um, and it just, I mean, such, such wonderful memories I have yeah. of doing all of them with my dad. And then, um, and then there was an, uh, another one. So, uh, a friend slash writer, uh, of my father's became, is, I was also friends with Sam too, approached me and said, Hey, you know, I just wrote this other show, uh, God help us. And, uh, do you want to produce it? So wow. then I took that one on and, uh, and then two Jews talking, which was also by Weinberger that, he was just about to do that, actually, and he, Pat, my dad, passed a week before we had a sold-out show in North Carolina. Yeah. But I've had to recast it. But so that's how, how those three came up. Yeah. Well, my, I mean, that is so interesting how all that just kind of happens and just falls right into your lap, right? But then, yeah, it really did. But you, but you've also put a lot of hard work into it, and I know you've been working hard. And it's another, it's another show called um, "Be Careful What You Wish For." Tell me about that one because that's kind of yeah. making the the film festival rounds, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. And thank you so much for bringing it up. I had, you know, this is when COVID. Uh, you know, COVID hit, and uh, all of all of our theater shows, uh, you know, went down the toilet. Um, yeah. And so there really wasn't a lot happening, and I just became so uh, frustrated and restless. And and I've always liked to write, and I I, I just think you know I think I'm going to get back to I think I'm going to get back to my writing, and I decided to write this short. And there's a lot of truth to it. Actually, it's very funny. Uh, and it's uh, it's a fun and funny, uplifting. You know, I just thought that it, it was so depressing during that time, and and there's been some depressing films too. Oh, and yeah. and I I just didn't want to go that route, and I just wanted something just fun and funny. And so I got I reached out to June Squibb because there's a part in there that I needed uh, someone to play as sister, and uh, so she took that on. And it's just, it, it, and it became this family affair kind of film. And it's only about 15 minutes, um, but everybody just knocked it out of the park. We, we did it in probably four days total. And um, at my sister's in it, her husband's in it. Uh, mm -hmm. another, another person who, a uh, friend slash uh, person who actually has been living on our property uh, is in it. Uh, my cousin did the camera work, uh, Ryan did the editing, and um, it, I, I just absolutely love it. And, and then, of course, we get this done, and my father passes like two months. I mean, we finished it, but, I mean, yeah. he passed like two months. He never got to see it. Now, and, he's in um, it, right? Isn't he in it? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. He and, he and June are the, are, the, are the big stars. Yeah. And... Um, so we finally, uh, you know, finished it, and um, we launched it at the beginning of the year. And I've got a lot of festivals that I haven't, um, you know, that, that, that we haven't had the notification dates come up yet. Right. Um, but so, so far, uh, we are finalists in the, US, uh, the USA Film Festival in Dallas. 
And we are the finalists in the short category for the New Directors uh, Film Festival in New York. Wow. Well, congratulations. I'm I'm over the moon. I'm I'm just completely over the moon. I've never, you know, done this before. And just with even those two alone, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you so that much. Is so wonderful. Well, um, now I know you've uh, also done a documentary, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And that's based on one of the plays. That's based on the play that I produced. Oh, okay. So God you, help us. So you made a okay. So you made a documentary about God help us, the play. Yes. Okay. So, wow. So okay. this this stemmed from this also stemmed out of out of COVID. Uh, I became very frustrated, uh, like I said, not just because of lack of work, but I became frustrated because of the political climate uh, in our country, Mm -hmm. and uh, particularly with polarization. Right. So I I, I felt this need to do something, uh, my contribution to help uh, depolarize. So... The play, God Help Us, is a political comedy, and it truly is based on, it was really ahead of its time, it's based on polarization. And mm. it's got a liberal and conservative in it, and my father plays God, and he's the, uh, he's the moderator. Okay. And he brings them back together, a divorced couple, uh, to debate the key issues of the day. And it's very funny. It's very funny. Yeah. And, and, and the, the liberal and conservative, everywhere we go... They're played by local actors. Yeah. So it's worked out beautifully that's... because um, that's a big appeal to a lot of theaters. Right. But, um, and then in the end of this play, uh, my father, God, switches them so that they could walk in each other's shoes. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's so the different. Solution, one solution you know, to polarization is presented in the in the play, and that is uh, try walking in someone else's shoes for yeah. a moment, longer than a moment. Just try it, period. Mm-hmm. You know, that's very because clever. it might bring a better understanding of 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 their stance and and their why they think the way they do. Mm-hmm. So I start with the play the development creation of the play in this documentary, and we look at the one solution that they present. Yeah. And But what if you're not willing to walk in each other's shoes? Mm-hmm. So oh, I, I see. spent yeah. all of last year traveling across the country interviewing political figures. Okay, I so was going to ask that. Did, did you have to, I'm sorry, excuse me, did you have to uh, interview a lot of people to do all this to kind of get the documentary going and to, like, who did you interview? Uh, you know, that... I, This is the bulk, yeah. Oh, this, really? I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, I, I was very clear in my thought process that, that, you know, this is not, you know, this isn't like shooting Hamilton or something like that. It's not, it's not a documentary but, uh, all about the play. It's based on the play, mm-hmm. and then I take it to the next level because my whole goal is to, how do, how, where do we go from here? Uh, what do we do? What, right. what, how, do we, how do we combat this? Mm-hmm. So, and that's what this play does. And so I talk about the creation of it, and then it is supported. I had about six questions 
that I went around and asked uh, former governors, um, wow. congressmen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have I interviewed uh, Scaramucci. I interviewed Inslee in Washington. I, I interviewed um, educators um, and wow. uh, Bill Crystal, and I mean the list goes on. Wow. And we traveled all over interviewing them, and they all have. I mean, they just blew me away with yeah. with with what they had to say. And so they and, were pretty much willing to just get right on in there, and they didn't have yeah, any well, hesitation you know, it's or anything. There were two. Uh, there are two that we interviewed that are currently sitting um, political figures, mm-hmm. and I really found, which totally makes sense, that those that are no longer in office were so much more willing to be free in their speech and really, really say, how did we get here and where do we go from here? And they had right. some outstanding, outstanding things to say. So there's a purpose to this, and there's like a, a goal. And, and so we address how did we get here and where do we go from here? Yeah. And then we end with, you know, we have some clips, you know, of the play when it's appropriate to, um, you know, to fit that in. And mm-hmm. I, I th- I'm so proud of it. I, th- I think it's a really important piece. And I think that maybe some of these people that, that uh, we interviewed, I, I feel that they might not be interviewed much anymore. And it, it, from a historical standpoint, I, I think that it might have a shelf life, yeah. you know, because of, of what they say. Well, hopefully not. Now, we're going to be able to see this, right? When, when's it going to, you know, when, yeah. where can we, where can gonna... we watch it? Oh, you're so sweet. I, I'm, we're going to finish editing it, and um, I think what we're, we plan to actually try and pitch it to a network first. Oh, okay. And um, try it that way. And if we strike out and we, we, it's not picked up, then I will indeed be doing the uh, festival route because it, it needs to be seen. Yeah. You know? It's a very important yeah. piece, so it does need to be seen. I just wasn't yeah. sure if you were, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, uh, you know, putting it out there just for, you know, um, short, you know, what do you call that? Theater, you know, showings, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, I, I'm actually, we're, we're planning to, you know, to approach networks. Yeah. Documentary uh, networks and right. news networks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the Reels channel, like, you can always do that, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maybe. Maybe. I mean, aren't they like a documentary channel pretty much or not? Yeah, they are. I know that most of uh, what Ryan's uh, relationship has been with them has been, yes, documentary, but more the, um, you know, kind of a crime. uh, Right. Kind of a crime thing. Yeah. Theme. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I want to see this. It all depends on whether or not it's up their alley, but we're going to go to the news networks and um, some other documentary. Yeah. you know, channels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to know what, do you have any future projects that you have, you know, going on that you, you know, that you're working on or anything or anything that you're thinking about and, you know, working on, um, doing something yeah. that's any more political stuff or are you going more into the, you know, entertainment? It's really all been very different. Yeah. You, you, I've gone from a comedy, something very funny and not mindless, but just kind of silly, funny to then a very serious political documentary. Right. And then uh, the two other remaining projects that I could actually, uh, that I have to talk about, is 
there's a very good friend of my dad's, Richard Broadhurst, who I've become very good friends with, and he is a one of those brilliant writers that has like just a stack of things he's written, and I like every one of them. But he just had a reading that we went to about a month and month and a half ago um, in town here, and this one is called uh, Freeze, mm. and it's a um, it's not an elaborate. You know, if you if you shot this, um, it, it would be a very minimal. Uh, it's kind of like one place, you know, through the whole thing. Kind of like it reminded me of Room, you know. Or uh, there's another one that Ryan mentioned. I can't think of the name, but um, it is a beautiful story. Yeah. And so we are pitching that right now to see if we can go ahead and get this done as an indie film. So mm. that's. That's in the works now uh, to see if we can get that off the ground. Yeah. And then um, the other thing that I started two years ago that I just have not had time to finish, um, but I am going to, as a matter of fact, I'm meeting with a um, colleague of mine on Saturday, is an animation project. Oh, okay. So, uh, so yes, the third one, Freeze, has to do with it's like a drama and it's kind of, um, oh, Civil rights, I don't know, yeah. social justice kind of uh, kind of theme, and this one is uh, animation. So I want to get that finished, writing wise, and um, get that pitched off to an animation studio. Yeah, well, you have pretty much done a little bit of everything, you know, since you yeah. <laughs> you kind of got your hands in a little bit of everything, and that's wonderful. What about acting, though? Can we ever catch you in something? You know, have, oh, you, wow. have you done, have you done some You're acting? You're very funny. You didn't do any homework on that either. Did you? <laughs> uh, of course I did. <laughs> oh, you did. You no. are so good. <sighs> yes. And I think it's going to come out. I think it's premiering in July. Yeah. And I, um, uh, it is a, it is a reading that we did in, it's kind of like the Minnesota, uh, Iowa border in a, uh, uh, we were in Caledonia, and then there was another town we were in, Wakan. Yeah. Um, so my father and I, uh, my fa- I think it, my father got on first. He was asked to do this reading when the, uh, during a film festival there. And um, so we went ahead and we, and then she asked me, you know, uh, would you play, uh, would you read the part of, uh, of, of his daughter? Mm-hmm. So I said, uh, Sure. So I went ahead and I did the reading with him, which was so, so fantastic. Yeah. And then she decided she was going to do a movie. And she funded the whole thing. And uh, she, we did this in uh, the end of last year. And, of course, my father was going to be in it with me. And, of course, you know, then he couldn't. And yeah. she still wanted me to do it. So I gladly accepted and there's all these similarities uh, with with that whole script too. It turns out that uh, the writer, you know, is in Oregon, and and during the Q and A during the reading, yeah. she starts. I always wanted to ask her. They go, okay, so are there any any questions? And I said, uh, well, yes. As a matter of fact, I do have it. And of course, she was talking to the audience, not to me. And I said, yes, I do. You know, you you talk about this Peter and Gwen in the in the play. And or in the script, and I said, "Are you talking about Peter and Gwen Stone, who are like, you know, lived on the coast?" And um, 
they're, they're both deceased now. And she goes, oh, my gosh. And so it's like I know the people that she's, like, referring to in, yeah. in the script. And um, so we, we did it. It's done, and it's being edited right now. And we are going to have a premiere. I think she's planning on doing it in Portland. But this is my first. Uh, I've I've done a lot of voice work before, mm-hmm. but this is maybe my second on camera, uh, and this is this is big compared to the other. So yeah, this is my first feature. Well, it must know? have been exciting, right? If I, it know. was very exciting. Yeah, and yeah, it really was. It was so much fun. I was so flattered, and I I I just had a blast. I yeah. just had a blast. Is... And it deals with Alzheimer's, so it's a oh okay. It's a very uh, yeah an important topic. It, I mean, it's not a I don't want you to say it's not a downer. I mean, right. it addresses it, but it's also a beautiful story. Well, I mean, uh, well, when, where can we see this? Or, or, or you're actually know, shopping it around, know. right? I don't know yet, <laughs> but it's called Good Morning Miss America. Yeah. Well, see, you have all these great projects out, and you have all this stuff, and I'm like, where can I pick it up? Where can I read it? Where can I watch it? Where can I, I you know? I so, know. Well, we'll yeah. have to have a follow-up. Definitely. I'll send you the information, and you can post it. Absolutely. Yes, please do, because, okay, now, be careful what you wish for. Is that Now, is that's already out. No, that's out, right? Well, well that it's being is shopped doing around. the festival right. circuit. Okay. And then once it, it can't be seen anywhere yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that'll uh, interfere with the uh, festival. With the whole festival. Rules right. and regulations. Right. But, okay. um, but once it's done that, yeah. Well, I'm so excited. I'm so excited yeah, to see all your too. work. And I, I wish I lived over there because I could come and see the plays and do all those things and whatever. So, But you have a great body of work, and it looks like you have a wonderful, wonderful future. So, oh, thank you I so much. I think it's so wonderful. And thank you for, you know, um, just talking, you know, with me today. I really appreciate it. It's been wonderful. Well, it's and been my pleasure. It's been, well, I'm, I'm over here curtsying to you. You just can't see oh. me. <laughs> it's like meeting the queen, you know. Oh. So, but you are fantastic, and thank you for spending this time with me today and talking about your dad and and all your projects and stuff. It's been wonderful. So, thank you, Liza, for being on the show, and and thank you. Yes, thank you. And I want to have you back in the future when everything starts getting launched. That, that would be lovely. I would love it. Well, thank y'all for listening today, and thank you, Liza, for being here. You can catch me on iHeart, Apple, and Spotify podcast, Instagram, The Real Patrick Tremont, Facebook, Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont, or you can email me at patricktremont at outlook.com. And thank you, Liza, once again. It's been my pleasure. And thank you, hon. I'll talk to you later. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. It's been Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont.